You've heard of libs of TikTok. Well, we're going to be doing something similar here on the program today. We're going to be talking about pro-abortion advocates of TikTok here on the Mark Harrington Show. We're going to take a couple of these quotes from pro-abortion advocates, and then I'm going to respond. Well, hello, friends. You're listening to your radio activist here on the Mark Harrington Show. And friends, you can pick up the program on all the social media platforms and all the podcasting platforms, all the popular ones, if you want to follow your radio activist. And you can also go to MarkHarrington.org. Well, this is going to be episode two of Pro-Abortion Advocates of TikTok. Now, you've heard of Libs of TikTok, which has been, you know, a huge success online. We're going to be doing a similar thing because there's all kinds of crazy stuff being put on TikTok regarding the abortion issue. So I'm going to play clips throughout this uh, episode and I'm going to respond to each one of them. So let's go ahead and get started. Here's the first uh, clip of what I would consider a pro-abortion crazy of TikTok. Don't say it. You are actually correct, and anybody who says otherwise is wrong. In fact, I'll pull up the scripture. Riddle me this live. If the Bible wanted you to have an abortion, would they tell you to eat the fruit of your womb? Wait, never mind. Next one. This can't be right. If the Bible was against abortion, would they tell you to rip the heads off babies and open pregnant women? Wait, no, that can't be right either. Okay, this one. If the Bible didn't want you to have abortions, would they tell you to crush children on the ground? Hmm, live. Wait, that's also not. Okay, this one for sure. If the Bible didn't want you to have an abortion, would they say murder unborn children? Hmm. I guess the Bible is pretty pro-abortion, which you'd know if you read it. Well, friends, this uh, gentleman is responding to what is she's self-described as a pro-choice Christian and basically saying that the Bible doesn't teach that abortion is murder. Well, he's wrong. And by the way, he doesn't really look like a biblical scholar to me, but, you know, possibly. Here's the deal. The, uh, the Bible is clear. It says, thou shall not murder. That's the sixth commandment. Now, of course, we need to, we need to make uh, the case that abortion is murder by proving that the unborn are human. Once you do that, then that scripture applies. Additionally, the Bible speaks about child sacrifice in the Old Testament. And God even said that it was so heinous, this crime of child sacrifice, that it never entered his mind that we would do it. Blood drips from the playground, TV in the background. At least Tucker Carlson says it's all right. Life must be easy if it's only a heartbeat. You can tune out when the baby cries. It was never about Kids of Christ are this thing you call life. It's just who you keep under your thumb. So quote me your scriptures. I get the picture. It's lower taxes and bigger guns. Well, this young lady's got a beautiful voice, that's for sure. Uh, but she's dead wrong. And that is she's trying to make the case that Pro-life Christians, pro-lifers generally, don't care about children after they're born. Well, nothing can be further than the truth. 
pro-lifers, the pro-life community, Christians generally, churches support women after, uh, support babies after they're born. In fact, we do that much more than Planned Parenthood. They don't care one bit about the baby once the baby's born. So, uh, you know, we do care about children once they're born. But if abortion is murder and it kills the unborn, then it's enough to try to protect them and protect their right to life. So let's play the next clip. This is, again, pro-abortion advocates of TikTok. Go ahead. Just saw four kids die in a school shooting in Michigan. Where's their orchestrated, organized effort to do something about that? They care about lives, right? No, they care about embryos, they care about zygotes, they care about fetuses, not because they actually care about human lives, but because they love the idea of controlling women. That's what this is about, controlling and punishing women. Oh, you got pregnant from sexual activity? You were having sex without wanting to reproduce? Shame on you. Shame on you. We're going to punish you, force you to have that child, and then provide absolutely no support. No support. Once that baby that you were forced to have is born, that's that's the right wing ideology. Let's just keep it real, everyone. Seven hundred seventy seven thousand. okay, seven hundred seventy thousand Americans died during the coronavirus pandemic. You can't even get conservatives to wear a mask, get a damn vaccine, knowing that it's going to save people's lives. And then they're running around and telling us what we can and can't do with our bodies because they supposedly care about human lives. You know, she is trying to hold pro-lifers to an impossible standard that she won't hold any other organization or group of people to. She's basically saying that if you're pro-life, you have to be anti-gun, you have to be pro-COVID vaccines and masks and all these other things. In other words, she's saying that pro-lifers, you're going to be anti-abortion, then you have to against, you have to be against every other social evil facing America. It's an impossible standard that she doesn't apply, I'm sure, across the board. The bottom line is this. If abortion kills an unborn baby, which we know it does, and 65 million children have died since 1973, it's enough to be against that. And we can't dilute our message to go after all these other social ills because they pale in comparison to the abortion issue and all the babies that are dying. We wouldn't hold the American Cancer Society to that standard, nor should we hold any other organization or group of people to that standard. It's enough that the American Cancer Society fights cancer. All right, let's play the next clip. Again, these are pro-abortion advocates of TikTok. Failed pregnancy, should I have been imprisoned? Would it have been after the first miscarriage? After doctors used what would be an illegal drug to abort the lost fetus? Would you have put me behind bars after my stillbirth? After I was forced to carry a dead fetus for weeks, after asking God if I was ever going to be able to raise a child, and I asked because the same medicine used to treat my failed pregnancies is the same medicine states like Texas would make illegal. I ask because if Alabama makes abortion murder, does it make miscarriage manslaughter? I ask because I want to know if the next woman who has a miscarriage at three months, if she will be forced to carry her dead fetus to term. 
Well, we call this a straw man logical fallacy. She's setting up a straw man and attacking that. And she's basically saying that if you pass these laws that outlaw abortion, you're going to be sending women to jail who have miscarriages. First of all, it never happens, hasn't happened. And the laws that are outlawing abortion have exclusions in there. They have exceptions for miscarriage just to make it clear. So this is a straw man that she's built up to try to scare people to believe that if you're going to have if you have a miscarriage, you're going to get thrown in jail. Nothing can be further than the truth. And we know empirically, since abortions are now being banned in certain states, that this just isn't happening. All right, friends, let's move on. We're going to have another clip. This is, again, pro-abortion advocates of TikTok. Go ahead and play the next clip. You're just a sleepy slut. That's all you are. Keep your legs closed. Keep your legs closed. You want no responsibility because your boyfriend doesn't even have a job and he can't support the baby. That's your problem. You're a cheap whore. All right, let's stop it. That I I can hardly even take it. This is this guy's out of control. Obviously, we don't support this kind of rhetoric, but he does have a point, and that is he's saying you're responsible for your own abortion. If you don't want an abortion, then don't sleep with another man. Don't just just sleep because if you sleep with another person, another man, you could get pregnant. That's his point, and it, it is promiscuity generally. Or, uh, you know, it's promiscuity that's leading to abortions. So if you don't want an abortion, then, uh, you know, don't don't sleep around. I I think the point is well taken. Unfortunately, he does it in a way that is off putting and unchristlike. So let's go ahead and move on to the next clip. Again, these are pro-abortion advocates of TikTok. Hey, guys, I'm just getting back from the NRA protest here in Houston and I just wanted to take a second and talk about something that I noticed. I noticed a group of people that was missing that I really felt like should have been there today. It was the same group of people that were very loudly praying the week before at a Roe v. Wade um, march that I was at. It was a couple of groups of people and they were there praying for children and you know the nation's children and everything. And today, when we are remembering 19 children that were taken from us um, due to gun violence. You guys were not there. Well, let's go ahead and stop it there. I mean, her point is that you have to be against guns. You have to be willing to ban guns if you're pro-life. And my point is this, is that most people who are pro-choice like she is, if I were to be anti-gun, if I were to stand with her against gun violence, that would not immediately mean she's going to be pro-life. In fact, it probably wouldn't be enough. It's because she supports the killing of unborn babies generally is why she's pro-choice, not because I'm not for uh, for restricting uh, gun violence per se. Again, and, and on the scale, if you just think of it, over uh, close to a million of unborn, uh, unborn children are killed every single year in America. If they are human, just like a born person who dies from gun violence, Just on the scale of importance, I think we ought to be standing against the unborn with without 
forgetting about those who are dying because of uh, gun violence. So, all right, let's move on to the next clip. Again, more uh, videos, more uh, video clips of pro-abortion advocates of TikTok. Go ahead and play the next one. A 26-year-old woman in the state of Texas spent several days behind bars after a hospital she went to notified authorities that she had performed a self-induced abortion. Now, there are no laws in the state of Texas indicating that a woman who does a self-induced abortion should be criminalized, should face charges. But nonetheless, this woman did, in fact, briefly face murder charges. She did a self-induced abortion. Something went wrong. She needed medical attention. And when she went to seek a medical attention, she was reported to the authorities and a grand jury decided to indict her based on anti-abortion laws that don't even exist. It's meant to essentially instill fear among women who might feel so desperate that they take matters into their own hands. We're gonna see more and more of these stories so first of all, if, if this story is true, it's tragic because a woman who has a self-induced abortion should not be held criminally liable if the law does not hold her as such. But it gets to the issue of whether abortion kills a baby or not. And if women know what they're doing, which I'd say a majority of them do, then eventually if the laws are going to be consistent and they're going to, there's going to be equal protection in our laws when it comes to the born and unborn children, then those who perpetrate or commit abortions are going to be held accountable. That's just going to be a fact of the law. Otherwise, we're not treating the born and the unborn equally. So uh, the fact that maybe this happened in Texas is a mistake. It's probably because they're still trying to work through these laws that are being put on the books and, and people uncertain as to how to navigate those. But the bottom line is, if a woman commits an abortion, there has to be some kind of consequence for that. And that can be left up to the courts and to prosecutors to work out in the future. All right, let's move on. More pro-abortion advocates of TikTok. These are clips taken from TikTok, and I'm responding to each one. Go ahead and play the next one. Oh, hey, sweetie, how can I help you? I read there are babies that totally need homes, so I'd love to adopt one. That's adorable, but impossible. You're cute. How old are you, 11? 12 and a half. Excuse me. If science says I'm old enough to have a baby, hello, period and PE class, I should be able to adopt one, am I right? No, you're wrong. You've got to provide food, shelter, mental, dental. Do you have proof of income? Oh, does tooth fairy money count? Oh. Well, if I can't take a baby home, what about surrogacy? Wouldn't I look fly pregnant? Oh, my God. No, put that down. Pregnant teens are at high risk for preeclampsia, toxemia, emotional trauma. Ugh, you're killing my vibe. Assassin me. Oh, God, not again. We do not adopt the children. I was just wondering if you knew where the abortion clinic is. Oh, um, I'm so sorry. But this day closed all of them. Thanks. Well, actually, this one's fairly effective because what they're trying to do is compare adoption to parenting. Of course, there's a difference. Uh, parents that adopt generally are set up. They pay money. I mean, they are they are set up for doing this. They have to go through a process to adopt. They have to get approved to adopt. That's very different than a, a young lady who might uh, choose to parent. And the bottom line is this. Are we going to be a, a culture, a country, a nation that is compassionate, that comes around women, even young women, to, to help them 
in the event that they have a uh, unplanned or unwanted pregnancy. There are options available. And number one is adoption, which I think is the loving option. Number two is parenting. And if the parents of these minor children, uh, they should be willing to take care of and raise their grandchild because the bottom line is this, and we all know it, that baby deserves the right to life. So it's it's going to be a hard, it, listen, we're not asking people to do the easy thing. We're asking people to do the hard thing. And that is either to parent the child and have the, the grandparents or others come around and help to parent that child or to place that child for adoption. All right, let's move on to the next one. Again, these are pro-abortion advocates on TikTok or of TikTok. Go ahead. People do not use abortion as a form of birth control. When I had my abortion, it's because I'd used a condom and it broke. And then I took the morning after pill within six hours, which is way before the end of when you're supposed to take it. And because I was over 175 pounds, it didn't work on me. And the pharmacist didn't tell me that. Mm-hmm. That's not general knowledge, that if you're mm-hmm. over a certain weight, it's less effective. I didn't know That's that not either. my fault. I, I shouldn't have to give up the rest of my life or risk my life or maybe die because contraceptive made by men failed. <laughs> It seems to me that she's pretty happy that men came up with contraceptives so she can continue to have sex when she wants to. The bottom line is this. Consent to having sex is consent to having a child or at least possibly having a child. And it's no shock to anybody that if you have sex, you might get pregnant. So she looks like an, an intelligent young lady. She should should figure this out. I imagine she has. And the idea that this is going to ruin her life doesn't look like it will, would it? And it doesn't ruin any woman's life because women are able to do hard things. And again, we're not asking people to do the easy thing, which is the culture says is to kill your child. We're saying, no, if you get pregnant and you make a mistake, do the right thing, do the hard thing, place that child for adoption or parent that child. Those are the options. And those are the loving options that a culture that loves life will choose. Okay, friends, this is the last one. Again, this is uh, pro-abortion advocates of TikTok. Go ahead and play that uh, clip. So many people are like, I don't care about the viability of the fetus. It's a baby. I hate throwing around hypotheticals as much as the next But okay, we're at the top of a very tall building. In one hand, I have a screaming, crying child. In the other hand, I have a Petri dish with four fertilized eggs. I am going to drop one of them, but you get to choose which one of them I'm going to drop. You're telling me that it's actually going to be an impossible decision for you. Because if you don't care about viability of the fetus, you only care about potentiating human life, this should be an impossible scenario for you. In fact, it should technically be even worse for me to drop the Petri dishes with four fertilized eggs in them than it would for me to drop the one baby because I would be killing more things than theoretically, right? But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because y'all don't care what happens to the baby once it's born anyway. Otherwise, you'd be fighting for better adoption, foster, and childcare systems. More PTO for parents, as well as free healthcare for all the pregnant people. But you actively oppose all that. Well, we hear this all the time on college campuses, and what I would call it, this is just absurd. I mean, her examples are absurd. It's called a logical fallacy. It's called reduction to absurd uh, absurdity. So she makes this uh, you know, scenario that is impossible to recreate in real life. First of all, you couldn't hold a Petri dish with embryos in them. They'd be dead. That's number one. They, they would have to be frozen to be kept alive. So it's just, it's it's not even possible that any of these scenarios would take place. 
But the fact that someone would choose, say, uh, you know, between the two of them does not uh, follow that they're making a moral statement. It's just what they would prefer. It's a preference for them. It'd be like someone who had a child in an elementary school classroom and there were the, the, the uh, you know, the, the building went on fire and that parent came in. Well, guess what child or which child that child's uh, that parent's going to save? Likely they're going to save their own child. That doesn't mean that they're saying that their child is is more human than the others. It's just they have the psychological interest or emotional interest in in defending and, and protecting and saving the life of their own child. So this doesn't create some kind of moral status for the unborn or any anyone else in these scenarios. It's just a preference that someone might make, and we can't project that and make that some kind of moral case. Well, friends, that is episode two of Pro-Life Leader Response to Pro-Abortion Advocates of TikTok, and that's going to be a regular thing here on the radio program. And friends, if you want to find out more, you can go to markharrington.org. You can follow us on all the popular podcasting platforms, as well as follow me on social media on Instagram and Facebook. And friends, as you're listening to me react to these pro-aborts of TikTok, you can also become a pro-life advocate. You can learn pro-life apologetics on your own. We've made it easy for you. We've created a website called Let's Talk Abortion, and it's uh, on our website at createdequal.org, or it's just a standalone URL, letstalkabortion.com. And then the notion behind this, the idea behind this was we aren't the only ones that should be out talking to people who disagree with us on abortion. We want everyone to be able to do it, and this website provides you that kind of information. It has all the questions with all the answers, and it also gives the different types or individuals or groups of people that you might be addressing and how to best do that. So I strongly encourage you to go to letstalkabortion.com or just go to createdequal.org. You'll find it there as well, because we are trying to raise up a generation of leaders to take on the culture of death. That is people that disagree with us on abortion and win, win those arguments in a way that honors Christ, that's winsome, and that we represent him rightly. So go to letstalkabortion.com. Uh, so we'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to make a difference for the cause of life, liberty, and justice, go to createdequal.org. To follow Mark, go to markharringtonshow.com. Be sure to tune in next time for your marching orders in the culture war.